not learning to cook is my biggest regret in life. <laughs> what? It's just far enough off the sound that it doesn't like pop immediately. The regret, regret, regret. I regret to inform you that you're uh -oh. wrong. <laughs> I mean, it makes sense now. I am the mother you've never had. The sister <laughs> you want. The best friend you deserve. So say it the Lord. And I am the Lord. <laughs> wow. Ooh. That's what <laughs> <laughs> It's just so ridiculous. Inspired by Mary. Not me. Uh, I'm Tyler. Sure. <laughs> Oprah. <laughs> just kidding. Travis. And I'm Oprah. There is a... Have you seen that news thing? No. She said... Welcome back. I'm Oprah. <laughs> it's not Oprah. Who did? This newscaster was trying oh. to tell a story about Oprah, but she just said, Welcome back. I'm Oprah. Wow. <laughs> she was feeling the fantasy. Uh, anyway, this is Privileged Twinks. Yes, a podcast where we recap the real housewives of Salt Lake City. Yes, season Utah. two. Episode 20. Yes. Almost finished with the main season, yes, sadly. The finale is upon us. Maybe, if, if anybody listens on Spotify, I can, like, put polls on there. Mm -hmm. So, we could maybe um, put a poll on, like, which ones we should maybe start watching after the season's over. Like, while it's on hiatus. Yeah. This episode was pretty, pretty dramatic <laughs> right away. It was, like... Surprisingly chock full, but it didn't feel as it's heavy it as the other one. On the high or like on ten, yeah, and ended kind of not on ten, right? I will say Lisa's kind of like icon legend status from last week was a little tarnished this week by her stupid rant at the beginning of the episode. The turntables are turning a lot as they do, so. That's kind of what I liked about this episode the most, is it was, like, the twist and the turns. Like, it, it starts off, like, we ended last week with Lisa being, like, you almost feel like she's in being wronged. Uh -huh. And then, which kind of, I think, continues. And then by the end of this episode, it's like, was she wronged? Is she the villain? Is, again, is she the drama? I don't know. I, yeah, it's kind of like, a, is Lisa... Um, did she, like... Masterminding this whole thing for no reason against did she, Meredith. Start masterminding, obviously, but then learned how to mastermind unobviously, but then now has dropped the ball and it's masterminding, obviously, again. The weird thing is, like, I don't feel like she would call Meredith to tell about the gin thing and then be like, oh my god, I totally forgot. Or, like, I didn't mean to call you right now in the middle of your father's thing. Like, Well, she me, didn't say father's thing on the phone to Meredith. She just said, go be with your family. Which, this is the day after the memorial. True. But I just, I don't know why she would, like, do that on... That seems like a lot of like, seems thinking. Like a, yeah, it seems it like a misunderstanding. Involved. Yeah, like, Maybe exactly. she thought she was at it when she wasn't. Right, that's what I kind of feel with it. I don't mm -hmm. feel like that was like something she did to Or Meredith said that on the manipulative. phone. Right, exactly. That she was at her father's memorial. <clears throat> we will never know. I mean, we will, though. But also, didn't she tweet like that she went to the memorial at night, stayed in the hotel, and then went to Vail the next day? Right, Monday to Tuesday. But then on this one, she said she left Aspen Monday night. And didn't say at the hotel. But on Twitter, she said she went the next day. Well, she definitely showed up to the house the next day. I don't know when she got to Vail. 
True. Maybe that was the hotel that she screenshot or whatever. Anyway, a lot of... I don't know. Meredith was just really acting bizarre this episode. Uh-huh. Um, just and in the general. whole season. I mean, yeah, the whole season, but especially in this one. It seemed very, like, calculated and... Strange. On sleeping pills or something. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Something. She just seems weird, like... When she was just sitting in the kitchen, like, somber, didn't seem drunk, but it didn't seem lucid. I think she was just pissed. I don't know. I don't know. Seemed like bath time, Meredith. Sometimes when people get angry, they need... Well, that's true. Sometimes when people get angry, they get, you know, they gotta be quiet for a minute. They gotta stew. Yeah. Well, do you have any other thoughts on anything that's... Oh, I did see a little bit of tea about Angie today. Mm. apparently this is all alleged but uh, so you know how they were like we have a trans son this is our like uh-huh. why we want to do this party we left the mormon church because of their right. views so it's not her son it's her husband's son from a different marriage okay and they wanted apparently angie was trying to get him to be on the show and he said no the son okay and then they just went ahead and used his storyline anyway for the whole party and to have her be on the show Oh. Well, I mean, <clears throat> I don't think it, I mean, the whole stepson thing is very, if you're married to somebody, I mean, I guess it it would only be shocking if they were like, she doesn't treat me like her son, I don't consider her my mother, she just said that for a show. Yeah. You know, so the stepson thing is relative, depending on how their family functions. It was more, the source apparently knows the son and he's not, he's mad that they used his storyline to like make drama when he wasn't, just said he didn't want to be on it. I mean, they just did a charity event for a <clears throat> trans group, and he wasn't on it, so. Or she, I should say. Wait, I guess no, it, he it was more about Angie's character. I believe her son is a trans man, gotcha. based on these tweets. Okay. So he, uh, I mean, just, I don't know. You can't control that, though. They didn't put a picture of you up. They didn't waltz you into the room. They just said a family member, specifically you, but, you know. Yeah. <laughs> And so we're supporting the cause. I mean, at the end of the day, money went to a good cause. Build a bridge. Yeah, you're right. I think it was more Talk just Talk about like, trying to cause some fake drama, mama. Well, also, I just think that that episode made me be like, is she going to be a housewife soon? It did seem like it was going that direction, but and everything else flattened no more it. Of her. <laughs> yeah, they said, we can't keep up with all this. Well, you just going to have to wait. Um, but with Jenny leaving, I wonder... I was about to say. Yeah. But I kind of like the diversity of the cast, and I'm hoping, especially if Jen, well, Jen's going to be in the third, if they're filming, until her trial at least, right? Right. Which I think, um, based on the, like, filming, it seems like they might be able to film, like, a whole season with her, basically, and end with the trial. Because Mm -hmm. they're doing, they're getting, like, three months of filming before the trial date already. Gotcha. Okay. I think, based on what I was saying. Oh, also, I don't know if we talked about it last week on here or not, but some uh, publication made an article like saying that Mary was off the show, and she replied to their tweet and said, "I didn't, I didn't tell anybody this. Why are you lying?" So, like something like that. So, mm-hmm. and we know they were filming at her church, so Mary might. It sounds like she's still on. Yeah, that's what I would assume. Okay, it's an interesting development. I mean, we'll find out in two weeks like what the, her reasoning for not going to the reunion was but after this episode too i really don't understand why she wants to still be on the show 
because she was very much like she's been done this whole season. She said she was done. Yeah. She does the finale is next week, and then she doesn't show up to the reunion. So she's not even. I don't even know if she's in next week's episode. And she's she not, is. Jenny throws a glass at her. Ooh, that's right. That's right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. But anyways, I'm just saying she hasn't been very. She's been talked about, but not very present. Yeah. I mean, the only thing that I could think is she gets money from the show. Uh, I mean, they got well, a 23 to... season, season, 23 episode season. Yeah. Like I, and their ratings, episode, I yeah. guarantee that they are, she Crushing made a lot it. of money. They all made a lot of money this season. Yeah. And like, also it's, we're on the other side of Mary. So we, I don't like see a bunch of tweets praising her or anything, but like, if you go on her socials, her comment section, like a lot of people like her. So it's not like. She has zero fans. Yeah, choices have been made. And people like her like to be... Praised. Praised. <laughs> mm-hmm. But also, I was just going to say, like, the celebrity of it all. I guarantee you, she loves that. Right. As we saw in this episode. Yeah, we'll get to that. That was a wild scene. <laughs> um. So we start off, like, right where we left off with Lisa in her room, behind the door, saying stuff. They also made it seem like Ginny maybe walked into that, but she definitely didn't because she threw the mic at the producer. <laughs> Are you blanking? I didn't. Well, no, I remember that, but I don't get what you're saying. You mean like she was actually at the there last before episode, the mic was thrown? This time it showed Ginny walking up to the door, and as she's walking up, all the subtitles are going, like what Lisa's saying uh, in the room. But I don't think that that happened in that order uh, because gotcha. the microphone was thrown right after she said all that stuff. Uh huh. Um, but I guess they were just doing that to make it be, like... Dramatic. Suspenseful, yeah. Mm. Um, Meredith has a funny thing in a confessional where she's saying, like, why would I not have wanted to watch Jen get arrested? (laughs) I mean, if she put all the work in, why not? (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's what she was saying. Also, I mean, yeah, I would have wanted to be there, too. Yeah. Um, and then... So much starts happening. Jenny goes into Lisa's room and Lisa's screaming about like not that nobody has her back, including Jenny. And Jenny's like, what the fuck? I was literally just disputing what Mary was saying downstairs. I mean, but the only clip they had of her is saying what's wrong with Taco Bell. I'm like, that's not, I don't know if that's having your friends. I mean, it is in defense of, in a sense. Yeah. But I was like, oh, I don't know if that's having your friends. I don't remember... We would have to rewatch last week's episode to like analyze it. It was very, it was very just her and Jen, her and Mary fighting, and then nobody else really saying that much until she left. I think maybe it's just because people think Lisa can handle her own business and she doesn't. Yeah, but everybody wants a little backup. Well, she was also screaming because. I think because her and Jen had that weird little fight and Jen left the mm-hmm. table and she was like, what the fuck was that about? Right. Um, they're all trying to like calm her down in the bathroom. Heather said it was a no wire hangers moment. Oh, yes. <laughs> what? Okay. that I know it from Drag Race and I know it's a, about Joan Crawford, mm-hmm. but what is it from? from? It's from the movie about Joan Crawford's life that was played by, oh, I can't remember her name now. Alyssa Edwards. No, right. <laughs> Alyssa Edwards impersonated the actress who impersonated Joan Crawford okay. in the movie. Oh, okay. Which is, now I can't think of, I know the, it's like something mother in it, bad, I don't know. But one of the famous scenes is she's like, 
it's about her relationship with her daughter and how, she, and well, her in general and her and her relationship with her daughter was very strange. Gotcha. And one of the scenes is the no wires hanger ever. No wire hangers ever. No wire hangers ever. So it's basically like she's throwing a hissy fit in the scene. I've never watched the movie. Oh, okay. I just know the famous clips. Um, okay. Don't fuck with me, fellas. <laughs> <laughs> so Jen says at this point she wants to grab her popcorn because they're all kind of going crazy in Lisa's room. Mommy Dearest. I think that's the name of it. Mommy Dearest. Yeah, that sounds right. I gotta Google it. <laughs> then we get this... Oh, yeah, it is Mommy Dearest. Mm-hmm. Travis just looked it up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, then we get this weird scene where Mary is all alone talking to herself in the window, <gasps> calling Heather um, snobby and just like all the other Mormons and inbred. Right. She said, judgy like a true Mormon and she doesn't even looks know inbred like one too or something like that. <laughs> Which I was like, first of all, talking about inbreeding, not that step granddaddies are inbred because that is a step granddaddy, but right? Maybe but you're maybe that's talk. territory you shouldn't tread on. Yeah. <laughs> and then secondly, talking about being judgmental, also maybe not territory you should tread on. Yeah. But do you think Heather is judgy? Or no. Some? I think. I mean, I I can maybe in her ma- mannerisms, maybe because if she lived. Because she's admitted to being. It's because she just made the step granddaddy thing comment at the table. That's true. I think that's why Mary's having this reaction right now, calling her judgy. Gotcha, gotcha. That makes sense. Also, she was the one judging her for not having a husband. No, I know that's why I said she shouldn't be treading on none of that. Yeah. Um. So Lisa is fully crying now. She's basically grasping onto the fact that. At the table, she said, why aren't you standing up for me? And Meredith said that she was offended by that, by her saying that. That um, she had, well, but insinuating that she had, hasn't stood up for her in the past, right? I guess. But also, was it, I was confused. Was the offense, <laughs> offended statement today? Or I thought she said that prior. She said it at the table, so it's the but second it's still time today. <laughs> no, 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 no. I thought in a previous episode, she said she was offended by that. It was the, it was this it was at this table. It was so when Mary I think was she said it twice now. Mary was saying a bunch of shit about everybody and Lisa's like, Meredith, why aren't you backing me up right now? And she said, I'm offended by that. Yeah. That this was that night. Getting lost in the weeds, I gotta say. It's a long are... season. Oh yeah. This Mine's was literally dinner. the last episode, I think, though. At the dinner table. Okay. So then I don't know. They're basically oh. just talking about Meredith and how shitty she is with Lisa. <laughs> And Lisa's crying and in the bathroom and they're all kind of just going crazy. And it seems like everybody's a little turnt, especially Whitney. Whitney. Yeah. Whitney was the most apparently drunk, obviously drunk, we should say. Yeah. But also, I don't know. I guess she was just kind of, the fact that she was drunk made everything a little bit awkward. But I do think she was saying a lot of, like, she was saying what she wanted to say this time. Well, I think what Jen said later was that, you were trying to bring everything out and resolve it. Yeah. But she was just was a little maybe a little more persistent than she should have been. Or like choice of words, timing, yeah. you know, being drunk throws those all off. So Yeah. But at the end of the day, Meredith should know that they're just talking about when the memorial was. They're not speculating about her dad dying or whatever, which is right. what she keeps saying. As over we've over. said in prior episodes. Yeah. <laughs> nobody's talking about your dad. I, it's the whole thing's weird, you know. It's like when was your, you know, 
Mama so-and-so's funeral. Like, that's a, you know. Yeah, like, here's the date. Nobody's... Cut and dry. What do yeah, you want? It's not really even about your dad at all, because he's no longer present. Also, watching this episode and kind of what I learn about Housewives is that these they just have really good people on who are good at making drama out of nothing. Because literally the drama is that Mary and Meredith are friends. Like, that's all they basically are mad about. <laughs> They can't do anything about it, so then they fight about everything else. Yeah. yeah. It's just it's just like the whole thing they were like, Jin was like, Yeah, we need to get to the bottom of this. Why they're friends. Like that was it, basically. Right. I mean, and the fact that Mary's just kind of being shitty and no one's calling her out, especially Mary, Meredith, but still. So this is when um Whitney and her have this awkward interaction in the kitchen that Mary, I guess, is just watching the whole thing from right four feet away. Oh, but you right. don't notice. She says she's not going to do it, and then she gets up, and it's like she walks away, but really, she's she just was standing right there up to the side. <laughs> Which I'm surprised they didn't kind of cut to her like before the end, but it was funny to just watch her watch her walk away. Uh-huh. Um, but basically, in this whole thing, Whitney's drunk and trying to get out the facts, and then Meredith says that she doesn't believe that Whitney isn't talking to her father, and nobody believes it. I think that. This was not her saying that as what people think. I think she was saying, how would you feel if this was a conversation? That's what I took away from it. She was like, you're blah, blah, blah. I'm going to talk about your dad and make you feel bad because that's what you're doing to me. But I don't think she, I don't think she meant that. I thought I took it as she was like, here's an example of what you're doing to me. Does that hurts, right? Like, stop talking about it. Oh, but I, I guess I just kind of. It didn't come off that way to me. It came off that way to me. It didn't come off. She was like, what about this scenario? She was like, how would you like it if I ripped the scab and told you? But she didn't say, how would you like it? She just said it. She'd know that's how she, well, she said, how would you like it if I did that? Like, rip the scab off something that's very painful for you. But I think she meant that she thought that her, her and her dad are still talking. She didn't say, what if I was speculating about you? She said... Well, I don't believe you that your dad and you don't talk. Interesting. I didn't receive it that way. <laughs> it's because you're a mare to stand deep down. No. I'm just kidding. <laughs> it just seemed like a very, like, example. You don't understand that this is hurting me. Let me give you an example of why it's hurting me. Even though I don't really, uh, they're not, like, equivalent, in my opinion. But Yeah. But I also... I get why she's getting defensive because it is kind of like, why are you guys so caught up on this thing that's like very painful to me? Yes. But also, why can't you just say when it was a topic of conversation, why didn't you just say the memorial was Monday, the blank of blank? Yeah. Versus being like, why are you talking about this? You're And also calling somebody a repugnant. Is like okay. First of all, she said you. She said you should have stopped the conversation right there and said we are all repugnant people, vile human beings. <laughs> I was like, that's. Uh, I mean, it's that's her not, favorite word. I know, she but said it's like it twice. In this you can't. Episode. I mean, like if you ought to, if that is the top of the the list, like repugnant's like up there. So you, it's hard to top that. Everything's just vile then, and then nothing's vile because everything's vile. Like, come on. I guess her we tweet mean, about Jenny was just vile. Yeah. <laughs> she loves the word. Repugnant. Repugnant. This was repugnant. <laughs> it's a gross sounding word. It is. Repugnant. Um, maybe that should be the title of up. 
And it's interesting that you think people asking you what Teddy Foss Memorial is is repugnant. <clears throat> They're speculating about her, his death, Travis. Yeah. So Meredith is crying at this point in the kitchen. Whitney walks away and Mary says, women. She's just so weird. Uh-huh. <clears throat> so Whitney goes back upstairs and then she's kind of like reeling and she's like, what the fuck did I just say? Because she's, oh, because she said, how should I know when your dad's memorial was? Should I have hired mm. a private investigator? Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Honestly, that's hilarious, though. It was funny. I don't think it was that bad. No. She was like, I kind of regret it. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I just said something crazy because I know it was like really a smart comeback, but now I regret saying it. <laughs> but I don't regret saying it enough that I'm not going to go upstairs and tell you exactly what I just said because it was very clever. <laughs> right. Little pride and a little shame. Yes. So then Meredith is like talking with Mary and Mary's like, oh, I wish I could fix it, blah, blah. And Meredith said, we can fix it. And she goes upstairs. I I thought she said, oh, I'm going to fix it. And then turns around. Yeah, she did. Which was a nice dramatic exit of the room. But also it's funny because like 10 minutes ago she was going to bed. (laughs) Also, can we talk about Now I'm going to get to the bottom of it. I forgot to say, so much is happening. I forgot to say that Mary asked if she could come in, and Mary's like, no. And then Mary, Mary just still come. she just doesn't listen and just does it. Yeah. Till she gets consent. And then she says, thank you so much for letting me in. Yeah. Because that would have looked bad. So, Meredith goes upstairs, and she's saying, who's having these speculations, blah, blah, blah. And... Jenny and Jen have this little moment. They hate each other, I feel like. Um, yeah. About the, because the private investigator and Meredith calling the FBI. Yeah, she said it again. <clears throat> she said, Mary said, uh, or Meredith said, who has been speculating? Jenny? And Jen goes, no, she just said you hired a private investigator and called the FBI on me. <laughs> right. Which I, did she say the FBI thing? I was like, I think she just tagged that on. They were all just implying it. Yeah. Um... Or saying, like, maybe she wasn't there. Um, And then Lisa comes in screaming and swinging again. Um, And Lisa said, I was not speculating about your dad's death. And then they edited in her and Heather fully speculating about it. Okay, but this was what I didn't understand. Okay, this is what I don't agree with. If you're in the conversation and somebody said you're speculating about my father's death. Yeah. I mean, she wasn't. They were speculating yeah. about what date the memorial may or may not have occurred, if it occurred at all that at that time period. Yeah. That's not speculating about somebody's death. Like, they're not the same. I mean, you're Nobody right. Nobody said, did he die? Is he still living? No. They said, when was the memorial? I mean, I get, I know what you mean, uh, but this isn't the first time that Lisa has said something, and then they just immediately show clips of her doing right. the thing that she said she didn't do. Right. <laughs> Um, so then, I don't know, basically, they just keep going back and forth, Meredith leaves again and goes to the kitchen, uh... Well, I, before we go on from that, I did like at the end of this argument, she said, I didn't lie, and I'm not apologizing for it, because I did nothing wrong, and then walks out, and I was like, you go, girl. (laughs) Meredith? No, Lisa. Lisa. Yeah, yeah. She yeah. had she she said no. I didn't do and I don't think she did do anything wrong. I don't think questioning right. and what I days something happened is 
that big of a, like a wrong thing to do. And I don't like that we ended the episode on them all being like, maybe Lisa did this on purpose. And then that's, that's going to be the storyline next week. Oh, okay. I just kind of, I like, jumped to the I end. like when Heather and them are getting along. When Heather and Lisa oh, well, are getting we'll along. We'll get to that, but we gotta. I know, okay, I'm sorry, sorry, I'm jumping ahead. I'm allowed to talk about what I like and don't like about the episode. And I liked that Heather and Lisa were getting along. And I don't like that that might change next week already. True. Okay, so then they're all kind of like, where's Mary right now? And then Whitney is like, yeah, where is Mary? <laughs> it was very bad. <laughs> it was very bad. Mary, you're not there. It was a little witch hunty. It was like mob mob mentality. And then Mary's like, I'm right here now. And she's like, but you weren't. We were all being really shitty to Meredith and you Shh. weren't there to be there for her. Yeah, she needed you. <laughs> go help, go be with Meredith. Meredith. And meanwhile, Meredith is right there. Yeah. Fine. And also I, the fact I will say I I will say I don't love Mary. But I like that Mary, and especially she doesn't balk at yeah. people. She does not back down, and she does not take shit. She's like she. I may not agree with her, but I do like that she's like uh, okay. And <laughs> yeah, is that all you got? Are you done? Like also, what? it's funny to be screaming at someone for being a bad friend when your friend needed you, but when the friend the needed you because you were the one <laughs> ganging up on them. <laughs> you should have been there for her when I was being mean to her. Yeah, she right. <laughs> I mean, that's basically, I don't think she was being mean to her, but that's basically what she's saying. It was. And then it also felt like they got whipped themselves up into a frenzy just to be deflated because it yeah. was really dumb. <laughs> yeah. And then they were all like, just kind of like. She was just confronting her and she's like, okay, and is that all? I'm not doing this. <laughs> and that was like, and she had to keep repeating herself because it was pointless. Yeah. There was another little moment here where Meredith says that Mary has been very kind to me. And a good friend. And then Lisa's like, I'm going to bed. Yeah. I'm out. Okay, so then in the morning... Which doesn't that just imply more things behind the scenes? Because when has Mary... I mean, Mary's been a good friend on the show in the sense that she hasn't, like, done anything crosswise except for criticize her fashions. Meredith did say that her and Mary are the only ones that are, like, friends aside from the show, though, Mm -hmm. at this point. Last week. Or one of these weeks. So, I mean, they must hang out a lot. Interesting. But every time they show them hanging out on the show, they are not speaking. And They're just kind of like having exist. weird small talk that you would have with someone you don't know. Yeah, and it doesn't seem fun. Yeah, they're just like sitting at the breakfast table. You know, like when Heather not... and Whitney are together, they're having a good time. Yeah. Now that you have to be like, they're, you know, not everybody's good time looks the same, but I, Meredith and Mary don't look like a good time. No. So the next morning, Jen goes into Whitney's room. She's hungover and she said she kind of forgot everything. And this is when Jen is like, let's get to the bottom of this. <laughs> <clears throat> and then Mary, Meredith, and Jenny are all sitting silently at breakfast. Um, and this is when Mary says she's basically not going to ride in the van back with everybody. Um, but Meredith said she will. And then Lisa and Heather have a little moment where they're kind of just talking about how cruel Mary is. And they kind of hug, and Lisa says she didn't expect to bond with Whitney and Heather on this trip as much as she is. Yeah. Which I was glad about because the night before, I don't think Whitney was intentionally doing it, but she kind of threw Lisa under the bus, and I was like, Mm -hmm. is this going to go somewhere bad again? But it didn't. 
it's all just intermixed at this point. So it's kind of hard to like talk about things without bringing up somebody. Like you can't talk about yeah. the speculation without saying Lisa was speculating, which makes Lisa feel bad about it. Yeah. But you were about the date anyways. Yeah. Um, but in her confessional, Lisa like cries thinking about her and Meredith not being friends anymore, which made me sad. No. Because that, I don't know, you can like be really aggressive in the moment and crying, but like just crying, talking about your friendship alone is sad. Yeah. Like if she's crying to It's obviously painful. Of, yeah, exactly. Okay, so they're all sitting quietly. Um, Heather and Lisa hug. And then they show them in the van, not talking, and then they go to three days later. So literally, I don't think anything was said in the van. Yeah. Of importance. Most silent car ride. I love that they have the same driver every time, though. Yeah. They're like, seen a lot. Special K. <laughs> <laughs> he has seen a lot. He had to sign the, the NDA he must have had to sign. Right. <laughs> um, so then Seth and Meredith are back in their house. And Seth is basically saying, like, cleanse your energy. Do you think he was just making fun of Whitney or that he meant it? No, I think he meant it. And girl, I'm just glad he's not talking about titties. That's, I was, I literally wrote down, this is the only time we've heard him not talk about sex. I was like, ugh, thank God. He's, <laughs> he's talking about chakras, but okay, I'll take that over boobies. But also the fact that they kind of winked and, and cheers at the end made me think he was making fun of Whitney. No, not even No, that. you think he actually meant it all? What are you saying about Reiki? He's, I feel like he was just repeating buzzwords that Whitney always says. She doesn't talk about Reiki or chakras. She, she talks about, about chakras a lot. Chakras? Yeah, chakras. She doesn't talk about no chakras. Chakras! Hmm. I don't know. Don't make me get the chakra. Okay, I'd have to re- I didn't get the making fun of Whitney vibe. I thought she just... That maybe he's also a little of that mindset. But I don't think there's anything wrong with <clears throat> spirituality. Like, you know... And just the way that they were kind of, like, talking about it made me think that he was making fun of it. Yeah. All right, well. Uh, then we see that Heather's daughter is going to UC... Santa Barbara. Santa Barbara. That's exciting. Yeah. I feel like a lot of people, especially, who are really close to their family and faith, like, don't ever leave their hometown. hmm So it's exciting she's going to California. Yeah, now. Well, yeah, because she said if she was doing the Mormon thing, Brigham Young's kind of like the yeah the main university. She All my friends that were Mormon in Louisville went to Brigham Young. Yeah. That's where you go. That's where you go. BYU, bitch. Actually, I know a lot of people who went to like religious colleges. Mm-hmm. Like Liberty. I don't know what that is. Liberty, you're not allowed to be gay. Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. <laughs> it's not that. I know, but that's what I go. <laughs> also, you can't. You're not allowed. No, you're not allowed to do gay things. You get you fined if you're caught gay doing gay things. Yeah. Well, why would you go if you're gay? No, I'm saying they can't allow. They can't make you ungay. You know what I'm saying? It's right. Just a, it doesn't matter. It's saying, just a way to be homophobic, and you're and letting people know that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yes, it's very. Mm, Mid-century. Yes. <laughs> Not mid-century. <laughs> Medieval. <laughs> it's very mid-century modern. It's very mid-millennial. <laughs> Archaic. Yeah. Okay, so then we get a little bit of gin with the lawyer. And this is... Oh, wait, I like of, that they talk about stew. That's what I was going to say. It's kind of sad to see them talk about it because at the you moment... Got, girl, you got a game plan. But at the moment, she didn't know that, like, stew was going to turn on her. Yeah. Which is what the sad 
Because she was kind of like, we're still know. on the same team. Okay, well, there's a di- I mean, there's a difference between testifying against somebody. I mean, he might have just pled guilty be- to get a lower sentence because he got like caught doing something. I guess it just the lawyer was kind of talking about it as if if he were to do X Y Z. If he were to take a plea deal, it would basically be turning on Jen. Yeah, and that's well, we know that's be. what he does eventually is take the plea deal. Right. But we don't know if the part of that plea deal is testifying against Did he get Jen. sentenced yet? Well, no, because a plea is not a sentence, right? But oh, the, well, I normally don't know. the Brown plea lawyers. is about... Normally you take a plea when you give some kind of information and then but they usually give you a set But isn't time. sentencing part of the plea? Like, That's what I'm saying. Do we right. know how long he's going to be in jail? Oh, I don't know. I wonder if I can find that real quick. Okay, we just found out that he could get up to 70 years in prison, but that the sentencing is on March 3rd, so. Oh, what does this one say right here? It doesn't say 100%, but it says he flipped and pleaded, pled guilty and then turned in turned on Jen. Mm, so I'm assuming they don't know. They don't know. I'm guessing that they would say, hey, Will, you might get 70 years in jail. We'll give you 10 if you tell us everything you know about Jen Shaw. Yeah. That's what I would get. Like, something like that. Gotcha. Uh, based on all the Law & Order I used to watch as a kid. Okay. I used to watch... I used to wake up really early and put on Spike. And I would watch CSI New York. And then I would watch CSI Regular, which is Las Vegas. And then I would flip the channel and watch CSI Miami. And then when that went off, Law & Order SVU came on. Oh, that's a lot. That was like every sun, every weekend. That's what I did. It's kind of depressing. <laughs> Like well, true crime is very depressing. But I would do I would wake up so early that I would like do all this before noon. <laughs> Interesting. Like I would watch like six hours of TV from six AM to whenever my family woke up. <laughs> what? Okay. Choices. Anyway, I know how plea deals work. Okay. No, and I was I in mock so. trial for one year in high school. Eat it. Eat it. Ow. Okay. Anyway, back at it again with Stu. Well, without Stu. Um, we don't really get too much here, except at the end, Jen is basically saying, okay, so the only way for me to not serve time is to go to trial. Right. And that's what they plan on doing. Um, I mean, and yeah, she hasn't, there hasn't been any kind of updates really since the Shaw Shocker. Yeah. Well, I mean, it, I guess it lends hope to the, to the idea that she might actually be innocent of something. You know, right. where she didn't, re- maybe she didn't realize, because, I mean, she's doubled down on it. So, I mean, you really, for somebody who doesn't want, who, who might want to minimize the damage, you know, you might want to reconsider. It's also, it's just one of those things, though, that I think Jin is a very self-centered and maybe a little delusional of a person. Hmm. And it's like, she wouldn't, I feel like even if she knew she was guilty, she wouldn't take a plea deal, because... She is just that type of person. Well, maybe they don't feel. It, maybe they don't feel like they have enough evidence to prove it. Maybe that's maybe that's true. Okay, so then Lisa and Henry are wrapping celery in bacon, asparagus. Asparagus. Why did I write celery? <laughs> um, well, that shows you my cooking. <laughs> Except I know how to cook an egg. Uh, anyway, she she's like. Isn't this amazing that mommy is a chef? And then they just show like four pieces of asparagus wrapped in bacon. Right. Um, 
And then we see that she bought one of the raclette grills from mm. the what, what trip was that? Was the Vale trip, right? That they had that one night. Oh uh, yeah, it looks cool. We almost we looked them up. But Maybe it, we'll get one. It is just really funny that she's like, "This is the only way I can cook is if I buy this piece of hardware that my stove also has the ability to do." And you can cook veggies <laughs> and meat and douse it in cheese and butter. <laughs> yeah, that too. Um, and then. She, I thought it was really funny that she was like, well, Mary, now who doesn't eat well? And then they show her take a sip of that giant Coke (laughs) that she always has. She clearly took some of that to heart, like her personal, I should say, when she shouldn't have. Well, I mean, it was only three days later. I feel like she couldn't have bought that grill. Like she, I don't know. I don't think she bought that just because of the Taco Bell comments. No, I'm saying the way she was talking about Mary and what she said. Well, it is. It's just rude to say like you don't you don't give your kids nutrients. Like, yeah. who are you to? Also, Mary can't cook either. So, yeah, that too. Um, and then she says, "You know what? I really want to learn to make eggs." No, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> it's pretty easy. So then she sends off Henry and Jack to go read a chapter book. Henri, and she's basically just telling. What's her husband's name is John, right? Uh-huh. Telling John about, like, all the hostility that Meredith thinks that Lisa has toward her. Yeah. And then he's like, do you? And then she's like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she basically said that Jen and Meredith, like, need to have their own little talk because they do both kind of hate her for being each other's friends. It causes issues, yeah. Yeah. They really should leave her alone. It causes like. tension. And then we get the unexpected twist I didn't expect to get, which is them showing the outside of Mary's church. So mm-hmm. I don't know if they've ever shown the exact name of it before on the show. Do you know? I feel like they have. Is that like something Presbyterian? Does it say? First Presbyterian. It says the, enti- the sign of the church. Yeah, yeah, I feel like they've shown it. Well, uh, it's the first time I've like seen it and been like, oh, we're establishing exactly what church it is. Yeah, I think they did when Whitney went to her church. I would guess from the show that they've gotten more of a congregation. Hmm. You would think not, but... But people really want to see celebrities. Yeah, I know. I know. But maybe not after today's episode. Huh? Maybe not after this episode. (laughs) This was... Okay, this was a wild scene. I feel like this didn't go the way that she planned it, but... I think in her mind, it went exactly how she planned it. Right. She, or in her mind, this is I guess normal. what I meant is and like she's the, like, look, a normal church. The vantage, like maybe what she was trying to prove, did not happen. Oh, it definitely did not. The, if anything, this proved that it is a cult. <laughs> I've never in my life witnessed such behavior. But so it starts off with her doing the. Well, it looks like the crowd's a little bit smaller, obviously because of COVID. Like, it seems like this might be one back, of the first times back, right after pandemic stuff, and then. Um, she apparently calls Jen out of the blue and <laughs> says that the Lord had put it on her heart to invite Jen to church, which was an interesting choice of the Lord. And <laughs> <laughs> the Lord said, let these cameras come in here and show everything that's going on. Yeah. And so Mary's doing her thing, which I thought was weird that she like called her out and like walked down and hugged her. Like, normally if you just invite yeah. somebody to church, you don't, like, 
make a big deal about it. But there it. wasn't that many people there and the cameras were there. Yeah, true, true, true. That makes sense. And then she's doing her normal, you know, praise and shout type stuff. I'm talking about the blood! Yeah. <laughs> I will say, being having been in multiple church environments, sometimes those can be very, like, fun to witness. Like, when a preacher's really getting into it, and they're just like, ah! And you're like, yes! Like, it's just like, it's entertainment, basically. But it, yeah, but it basically felt like, it, it kind of just felt like that there wasn't really... And I don't think there's really... Whistling outside. I don't know. And I don't really think there's a, like, a... Nobody should be saying how how you should worship it. Like, if that's, like, how you do it, that's cool. Oh, yeah, I agree. But at the same time, it just felt like Mary walked in and was like, I'm here. And then just got on the microphone. Like, there was no structure. Like, every time I've been to church, well, there's been, like, show the whole a thing. program. And there's been... Yeah. And said Mary just walked in and immediately started screaming. I'm, yeah. I mean, that could be editing, you know. Oh, I don't know. All these sounds will be on. <laughs> All these sounds of the cutie purring and being a needy little pushy. So then someone decide, Someone gets up to read something. And she says, this is for Mary. And she says, <laughs> God shines in all that you do. You are a perfect friend, uh-huh. a perfect master of positivity, a perfect teacher. You are a perfect dresser. Uh-huh. Keep going. Clearly delusion. Um, you are the facsimile of God. Okay. <laughs> Three out of the first four things have been disproven on the show. <laughs> she is not a paragon of positivity. Right. And she is not the best dressed. Okay. Although that's very subjective. So, but perfect. I mean, let's not. And for all, <laughs> nobody's perfect. So why are people talking about you as if you're perfect? And secondly, facsimile of God means a copy of God. Yeah. So this does not help with the cult thing, sweetie. This does not help with the your congregation thinks you're a deity. Yeah. When they call you a copy of God. And then they like all are screaming. I'm guessing it probably built and built and then they just edited in the best parts mm-hmm. that are gonna make you think it's a little it's culty. Mm-hmm. But we got that and then immediately we get Someone screaming, you're the best friend I could ever imagine. And then we get a girl hugging her, fully weeping, saying, I will never leave you, I promise. Yeah. The only thing I thought about that was maybe she was talking about, like, Jesus. In, like, a worship type of way. Like, Like I'll never never leave leave Jesus. Like, Jesus. Yeah. She was saying it right to Mary. I know. That's the only... Well, I was just trying to rationalize, because, like, this is very bizarre behavior. If you're talking about Mary, I'll never leave you, like, what? Yeah. This is your parent. This is the church. It's the first lady of your church. What are you talking about? I don't know. I mean, I've been to a lot of church services and... Uh, I never witnessed such like that in my life. No, that's what I was going to say. I mean, the hoopla, yes. The dancing. The, I've been to churches where they've been running around, flip-flopping on the floor, <laughs> speaking in all kinds of gibberish. I mean, I will say there is an element of when the pastor is up there, he is the one that is like giving you the word. And I feel like I've witnessed a couple things where it is kind of... Okay, one time there was a baptism, right? And I had to be oh, what are they naked. No. <laughs> um, not basically like altar boys, but not altar boys. Sure. Uh, I, I forget. I forget what they're called. Deacons, in. bench no. boys. No, they're tub scrubbers. Why can't I? it's in the Lutheran Church? Oh, um, tub scrubbers. I don't know. <laughs> Hang on, let me look it up. You baptize people, you got to scrub it too. Acolytes. That's what it's called. <laughs> Um, and we, you had to wear the robes. I had to do this mm-hmm. a couple of times. 
uh, you had to like take shifts and you had to wear the robes and you would like go up and light the candles and everything beforehand. Basically you were just in the corner, like doing anything that the pastor needed Mm -hmm. help with. And there, whenever there was a baptism, nobody wanted to be on that day because you had to stand in front of the pastor and hold this giant Bible, like the whole time that he was reading from it. And the Lutheran baptisms are like, to do 30 minutes when you're a baby like you're a baby you have to read all this stuff there's like candle lighting it's a whole thing you're standing the whole time so nobody wanted to do that and one time this acolyte guy fully was holding the book and fainted and fell and knocked the candle over it broke it in half the big the big one and like the whole stage is brick where we are and he definitely hit his head oh wow and so his mom like ran up from in the audience and then she was just like, pastor, what do I do? Like, I feel like there's a certain mentality when you're, you're the congregation and then the pastor, like in that moment, in those moments. Those are two. Okay. I get what you're saying. I get, and I get the power a leader in the church has, Yeah, but there's a difference between asking, like interrupting a, a ritual basically to like, to as in like an operational standpoint like can i interrupt this to like not that she should have to ask yeah that's very different from your from people like professing i mean i know unending this, admiration and love for you this is for the, you, only... the pastor not not for god or for you specifically she didn't run up there and be like oh pastor you are the best most holy baptizer may i please remove my son i know what you mean you know this was just the the only time that i was thinking like have i ever seen anything like this blind devotion toward a pastor that was like one of the only times that i could think of i've seen a lot of uh hoot nanny and i don't know if that's a good word to use on that show (laughs) i don't know where that comes from but i think that's just like having a a good old stomp and holler. I, I've seen, I've seen a lot, and I ain't never seen such in all my life. Yeah. So. And the fact that it just kept going and going. Multiple people. Also, I don't know why does she like wearing a giant dress with a tiny little blazer at the top. Like I don't understand where that fashion choice comes from. It was her entrance look. I believe she was wearing it at the church, and she was definitely wearing it at the dinner. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. She's Red Meredith about wearing blazers. I know. And she always wears these tiny little blazers to cinch in the, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know either. The dress. It's a weird look to me. I don't really think of Mary as like a fashionista, so I don't generally pay attention. She is perfect. <laughs> the best dressed. The best friend you could ever have. Okay. So then Meredith is like having this spa. I thought it was a spa day type of thing because it reminded me of what they've done on Beverly Hills before, mm-hmm. but it's not. It's like a muscle workout thing with nodes. Yeah, electrical stimulation. Yes. Have you ever had that done to you before? No, but I would do it. I've had it done for my knee when I had surgery on it mm-hmm. and then had to come back. It feels so weird because basically you're like you can see all your muscles like Tensing. Moving inside, but you're not doing it. Oh. It's a weird feeling. Yeah. Um, Somebody's taking control. <laughs> also, I'm kind of surprised, like, Whitney doesn't offer something like this. I mean, Heather, at Beauty Lab already. Right. But it seemed yeah, like the people were like, oh, we already know you run Beauty Lab. Yeah. Well, she seemed to know the one guy when she walked in. She gave him a long hug. Oh, did she? Well, I don't know. I thought that was strange. I didn't notice she did that. I mean. If she did know him. She hugged him for a long time. 
It seems like a, oh, it's a good to see you again type. Yeah. Of a greeting. So Meredith is, invites just Whitney and Heather over. And... Gotta squash the beef. She says, if anything, I think I'm owed an apology for them belittling my father's death. She's taken this (laughs) far. Yes. She, yes. And she's kind of talking to the people uh, and saying to just, like, turn the machines all the way up on them, like, being funny. Torture them a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Um... And then we see Heather and Whitney in the car, and Whitney tells Heather about what Meredith said about her dad. Um, and then when they get there, oh, and she Heather says, so are we going to bring up the Memorial Day? And Whitney said, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Uh, so then they get there, and they walk in, and pretty much immediately Meredith apologizes to Whitney after she's hooked up on the machine. And Whitney says, can you turn this down? And I looked like she turned it, it up. It really did look like she turned it up. <laughs> Whitney was like, this is kind of hard to talk about intense things while I have this thing going on. Can you turn it down? And she fully went over and clicked the up button. It looked like that. I don't know how the interface works, child, but that looked like an up button to me. Um, but that also could have just been shady editing. Like, she hey. turned it back up later and they made it look like that. But I just thought that was funny. Um, and then Meredith says okay for the record it was on the 29th she went on the Monday got a hotel or she went on a Monday to Aspen and then she went to Vail on Monday night that's what she said Mm -hmm. Um, so that she was already in Vail when Lisa called her and said that she was in the middle of the memorial on the van right so, then we get a little bit of, like, shady, they cut back to it, and then they make it imply that Lisa did this to start drama. The phone call. Yeah. I liked it because, I mean, this was, like, I was like, oh my god, the tables are turning again. Yeah. With Lisa. I'm like, oh my god. But I kind of like it. It makes me, it, it, like, really illustrates how in the moment, like, when you're filming the show, you really don't know. Like, I, I would imagine as a cast member, you're probably like... Am I being played right now? Who's playing who? Who's saying what? What's, what's really happening? Because at first I was like, oh, not again. But then I guess it would make sense from like Heather or Whitney's perspective to be like, so now the only one saying anything contrary is Lisa. So then is Lisa messing with us? Or did Meredith actually lie to Lisa? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it just, I mean, also, we talked about this earlier, but I just don't think that in that moment she was doing any man, like kind yeah, of manipulation. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I also, uh, I'm not, I, Heather's word choice in this was, I was like, I thought a little telling because you, she could have phrased it different ways, but the way she worded it was very like suspicious. Like yeah. You, like, okay. She thinks Lisa's just being a shady lady. And, uh, I was like, what you said was like, oh, they were just getting to a good place and now they're going to be, Bad again. It might not be bad next week, but I do feel like it's going to be bad on the finale. Yeah, or the reunion. Yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Uh, But it ends with Meredith saying, if these things you're telling me are true, then I'm done with our friendship. That's basically what she was implying. Which sounds like, what's happened? Yeah. (laughs) But I just mean, I think she's saying, if she maliciously made up this rumor, then I'm done with the friendship. Yeah. Well, because, you know, I mean, 
Also, if you can hear that, Peeps is fully asleep and snoring on Travis right now. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, that was basically the end of the episode. We do get a next time on the finale, so that's confirmed for next week. Um, I actually didn't say when it'll be, though. We need to find out if it's definitely going to be next week or if that's going to be oh, the Super Bowl. Oh, might skip for this week, yeah. I guess maybe I can look that up right now. Okay, we can't really find much, but on Wikipedia, it is saying that Angie Harrington may be a full cast member next season. It says she is, but we can't find any articles about it, though, so I don't know where they're getting that information. Mm-hmm. We'll see. I wouldn't be surprised, though, because, I mean, they were... I would be surprised... I wouldn't be surprised if she was a friend of. Or maybe they planned on her still being a friend of, but then she got upgraded because Jenny left. I don't know. I don't know. It does kind of seem weird. I don't... It just seems kind of off to, like, not bring in someone else. Like, they have a diverse cast, and if they're losing Mary and Jenny, and maybe Jen, and then they're just bringing in another pretty white blonde girl. Yeah. It just seems a little odd. To do. I mean, her connections are relevant, though, to the cat, you know? And then also, they may replace the yeah. other two with... I mean, I don't know. I agree. I think they should keep it as... I think it's part of what makes it interesting and work, and they should keep it that way. Yeah. I also... I mean, I guess she has proven that she can, even if it's just one episode, manipulate it into being really dramatic, so... Yeah, she surely did. <laughs> she showed it. She had us for two episodes, honey. Okay, so we can't really find if it's next week or not, um, but either way, we will have an episode next week. If there isn't the one about, if there isn't an actual um, Housewives episode, we'll still do one. I think I'll, I think I'll do um, like everything we know leading up to Jen and Stu's trial, and kind of do a, a lot of research for this episode, and kind of give a timeline and. What maybe we haven't seen since the Shaw Shocker mm-hmm. kind of a thing. Um, but it said next time on the finale. So I don't know. It might still happen next week. Um, Whitney is like having champagne with Justin. Don't know really what that's about. Jen is downsizing. So they're moving out of the house. Mm-hmm. Um, Heather seems to have kind of like a memorial for her dad. And then at the Vita party... Jen asks Meredith, are you my friend? And Meredith's kind of like, no. All right. And then Meredith is seen walking off, having that iconic line that we've seen over and over at this point. Uh, I'll talk about who everybody's dating that nobody knows about. Mm-hmm. And then we see Jenny throw a glass at Mary's feet. And she said something like, say it to my fucking face. Say it to my fucking face. And... We'll see what that's about, I guess. Yeah, but it doesn't age well. It doesn't age well, and at the same time, it, it kind of comes off a little as like, okay, you knew you were boring on this season, so you're going to go off with a bang by throwing a glass on the ground. And, uh, well, she does have, well, it's also a little um, cringy because of her anger issues. Like, you know you have. Yeah, you just said you threw something at your husband and yeah. broke his ribs. It's like when they say they're alcoholics and then they drink on the show. And then like, they're alcoholics. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, I'm... I mean, it seems like it's gonna be a very wild ride if we have Meredith confronting Lisa. If we have Mary saying something crazy and getting glass thrown at her. And apparently someone sets off Meredith. But... 
I would guess it's about Jen, though. Yeah. And then also, I was talking to you about this, but you know how at the end they always do, like, a freeze frame and then a where are they now type of thing? Right. Um... I think it should be, I think it'd be funny. Basically, I was I was curious if they would do the freeze frame on Jenny and just next to it, her, it says, after filming, <laughs> racist post came on Facebook. Jenny will not be returning. Right. Jenny has been fired. Do you think they'll do that? Maybe. Or do you think they just won't give her one, maybe? Yeah. When Do you think that when they do the freeze frame, it's stuff that they know from the reunion? Mm-hmm. Because sometimes yeah, it sometimes. feels like they spoil things for the reunion a little bit. Oh, really? Or things that come up in the reunions. Oh, okay. Especially on Potomac. Oh. I don't think... I mean, well... Yeah. I don't it know. depends on the timing. Well, they always know when the last episode airs, a reunion is already filmed, so they can edit whatever they want in there. That's true. Yeah. I guess Jens will say when her trial date is... <laughs> Well, we're going to find out. It's kind of a funny tradition to do it like that. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like an actual, like the whole thing was a documentary. Yes. <laughs> and you just really want to know where are they now. Mm-hmm. I don't think they, I don't know. I think they've always done. So I don't remember if the very first season of Orange County, which was the very first like season of the franchise in general, mm-hmm. uh, had a reunion. So this then, was kind of like the re- the mini, or they did one, but it was like on somebody's back porch, something weird. It was very <laughs> like not how it is now, and the seasons, like the reunions, I don't think were originally part of the plan. Right, it was like kind of tested at the beginning. So, but I think the end of the, but I can't remember if they had the end of the ones either. But I think it was more like a, you know, part of the plan maybe, and then the reunions just kind of became a big to do. Yeah, I will say, I mean. Drag Race always has a reunion. I guess a lot of shows always have a reunion, but I just... I think... I don't think they're quintessential to the storyline like like they are in this yeah. franchise. But I, I also think reunions are big because of Housewives. You think? Yes. I'm pretty... I, I'm not 100% sure, but I feel like Housewives like solidified reunions as like part of reality TV. Like a corner... Like maybe they happened before, but like I think the Housewives reunions became iconic, and so everybody started doing reunions. Maybe. We but I'm not sure. It. That could be wrong. I could be making that up. Um, and that's what next week's episode is all about. <laughs> <laughs> Travis's research on reality TV show reunion. We shall have graphs, data points, <laughs> flowcharts, and timelines. And it will be filmed live. Yes. Just kidding. And I will be baptized. <laughs> <I'm just kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> live. And I will faint. Yes. <laughs> okay. We should still try to find some Vita for next week's. <gasps> Why does it have to be so far away? That could be fun to... Maybe we can order it online in California. I don't know. You can't. Stop. I looked. You can order it online from uh, Total Wines, but you can't... There's none, none of the ones by us have it. So you have to go to it. You can't order that one. Oh, well, maybe we should go to one and ask if they can order it in. Oh, or yeah, we could do that. it so that way we don't have to drive so far. That's our episode, I think. Okay, it sounds great. <laughs> <laughs> Did you have anything else you wanted to bring up? But a real treat, huh? Um, no. I think we covered it all. Okay. Well, if you like this episode, please make sure to Press give, us, <laughs> <laughs> give us a review. Um, share it with anybody you know that watches The Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Mm-hmm. Because... That's what we talk about. <laughs> <laughs> because that's what it's about. 
no, because I was just going to say our we're very excited. The the listenership is going up week to week, and it's very exciting. So um, make sure to keep spreading the word, and we're very appreciative for you. Yes, thank you, thank you, darling. And I've been Tyler, and I've been Travis today. So that's great. Not Oprah. <laughs> And that I'm was a little Oprah. misleading. <laughs> and this Would you is... be Gail then? Wait, no. It doesn't matter. Let's move on. Doesn't Oprah have like a husband? Yeah, it's Deadman. It's Deadman. No, I'd be Oprah. Oh, damn. I guess you do talk the most. Wow. <laughs> well, I mean, you do the... It doesn't matter. Okay. This is the privileged choice. Thanks so much. Bye. Bye.